0: Today's show is sponsored by Anchor Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And do you know why? The first reason is it's free. And number two, they have different tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you don't have to create a profile on Spotify, Apple. All you need to do is record your program on your computer or your phone and Anchor will do the rest. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum audience. Try Anchor today. It's free and It's everything you need to start creating your podcast. You are listening to the Winners Ways Podcast with Bola Halabi, episode number 54. Hello my friends, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Waste podcast, where it's all about your career, your money, and the motivation to live life to the fullest. Today is episode 54 of this podcast, and on today's show, we'll be talking about how to be a better decision maker. You know, we are the sum total of our choices and decisions. We can say that you are where you are today, you are who you are today, based on the results of decisions that you have made in the past. So, when it comes to decision making, people can be categorized into three main groups. The first group are those people that consistently and regularly make wrong choices. For example, if you know that you are not supposed to eat maybe fast food, junk food, and you regularly eat those kind of food, you are making wrong choices. There's a second group of people. They are the indecisive group. In this group, these people find it extremely difficult to make decision on time. That is not good either. These people, they go back and forth. They overanalyze their decision. It's always difficult for them to conclude on what they want. For example, if you go to a shopping complex, there are some people that it's always difficult for them to pick maybe a clothes that they want to buy. They pick the clothes they put it down they pick it again they wear it it's always difficult for them to make a choice in terms of the clothes they want to buy then the third group this group are the group of people that have the tendencies of making the right choices so these people consistently over a long period of time they've designed a method of choosing the right thing that will favor them that will be to their benefit because they always make decisions based on well thought out reasoning whether it's in terms of their job in terms of food they eat or whether or not they need to exercise so if you consistently choose right whether it's in terms of your career Your eating habits, or who you are going to marry, or the way you spend your money, after some time, you will see the positive impacts of choices in your life. So, I think it's reasonable to provide guidance on how to make a better decision. And that's why I'm making today's episode, and I'm going to title it Three Step Framework for Making a better decision at the end of today's show you'll be able to know how to confidently choose among multiple alternatives now have you ever found yourself in a situation where it's difficult to choose between many alternatives you know that you need to make a choice about which option to go with but you are doubtful about whether or not your choice will be in your best interest. You find yourself in a state of confusion, overanalyzing your plans, going back and forth between the different alternatives. I want you to know that analysis paralysis will only provide one outcome that status quo that is you will not move forward or go backward it is not unusual to find yourself in a situation where you need to choose between two similar options people from time to time find themselves in this situation in which it's extremely difficult and extremely challenging to make up their mind on what they need to choose in order to ensure that Whatever their choice is, the outcome is going to be in their best interest. And that's what separates the successful people from the unsuccessful ones. The highly successful people have a well-defined strategy for making decisions that will be beneficial to them so that they can achieve their big picture goals. So how do you make your decision? What will you do when you need to choose between two similar alternatives? Sometimes you just have few days to decide. And I don't want you to be indecisive because indecision can affect your productivity and can cause a drag on your time, which will end up preventing you from making any decision until finally it becomes urgent If you want to be more efficient in decision-making, then you need to be aware of this three-step framework that we are going to be discussing today. Making the best choice out of multiple options does not necessarily mean over-analyzing or choosing slowly. No, all you need to do is to know this three-step framework. And if you follow them, i'm sure that at the end you'll be able to make a better decision that will be in your best interest does that sound good okay now let's go into this three-step framework that i've developed i call it three-step framework for effective decision making so what's number one it's plan I know it can be funny. You'll be wondering, what do I mean by this? Planning is about knowing what you want and eliminating those things that you don't want in your life. This reminds me of maybe around 2009. I got this opportunity. Well, my company said, hey, whoever wants to go to Iraq for like six months to a year, on a job uh, at a power plant in Iraq. So they needed some volunteers. The person, or those people that will be going, they will make a lot of money because Iraq then was considered a danger zone because of the war and everything going on there. Yes, I got this opportunity to go, whether whether it's an opportunity or not, It's another question. So, I got the offer that, hey, do you want to go to Iraq so that you can make some extra money? But guess what? I had already pre planned the kind of job that I want. So, pre planning your decision will give you a little bit of an edge when it comes to time to make a choice. So, for me personally, because going to Iraq did not meet the ideal working environment that I would consider, I was able to quickly eliminate that choice. I did not even have to think about it, that, hey, I'm going to make this X amount of money. No. So what am I saying? Pre-planning involves being clear about not only what you want, but also what you absolutely cannot tolerate so for me then i couldn't tolerate the thought of going to iraq to go and work so maybe for you if you get two job offers and one require extensive travel that will make you unavailable for your family if it's not your desire to travel for jobs Maybe the job is going to require you to travel 80% of the time and you know you cannot tolerate this, then you should quickly eliminate that option because it's outside your preconceived ideas. This same analogy can be applied to maybe when you are looking for a home to buy or rent. Before you start your search, you should do your pre-planning by listing the criteria that you, des- that you desire, and also to be clear on those things that you are not willing to compromise on. Pre-planning your choices will help you to make quicker decisions. It will quickly eliminate many alternatives that did not comply with your pre-planned criteria. So for me then, when it comes to that uh, traveling to Iraq for this job, it did not meet my criteria or my requirement for job. So I quickly did what I quickly closed that chapter. So I'm telling you the same thing. You need to pre-plan what you want in your life. Pre-planning will help you to eliminate analysis paralysis that comes when you need to choose from multiple alternatives you'll become a better decision maker if you can come up with the yardstick to clearly define what you want even before you get in the situation where you need to make a choice. Without having a form of preconceived idea about what you want, it becomes more challenging to choose from multiple options and this can cause a drag on your time and subsequently, it will make you look indecisive and incapable of deciding what you want in your life. So going back to my situation, assuming when that offer came, assuming I did not have any criteria or any preconceived idea in terms of where I want to work, then I will get involved in debating whether or not I need to take up the job. But because I had already made up my mind on what I want in jobs, I was able to quickly make up my mind and make the decision that that particular offer is not going to work for me. To change your perspective, to become a better decision maker, you should always develop criteria about what you want. And the way to do it is when it comes to two or multiple choices, you should have pros and cons. What are the advantages of, this, of option A? What are the disadvantages of option A? Do the same for option B, option C, or option D. No matter how many different options you have, do the advantages and disadvantages you can now develop a scoring formula to help you to make the decision and to facilitate which of the different options will work for you. So the way to do it is you need to come up with a scoring formula for each of the options that are before you. You look at them, you score them based on what you want. What you actually want should score higher than those things that you don't want maybe let's think about job for example salary is very important you score it maybe on a scale of one to ten maybe salary is ten for you proximity to your house is another option flexibility on the job is another option there are some jobs that will allow you to work remotely put it this way let's say you get a job that will allow you to work remotely and this job is going to pay you $80,000. If you get another job offer that will not allow you the flexibility of working from home but will offer you $100,000. But here's the caveat. You are going to have to drive about one to two hours to get to that job every day. Which one will you choose? Apart from this flexibility, you also have to think about career mobility or career progression, in which of the job will you actually will actually offer you the best path to grow in your career. So you have to weigh all these options and all the criteria, and you score them. Wherever you get the highest score should be the best option for you. So that's number one. You need to pre-plan your Agenda, you need to pre-plan your choices. You need to pre-plan what you want in your life. And pre-planning will help you to quickly eliminate those things that you don't want. So that's number one. Number two, pray. Some people may find it strange. But for me, as an evangelical Christian, I believe firmly that there is nothing that we As human can achieve without the support of God and that's why the Bible says commit your ways to the Lord and he will order your steps so along with having a plan you need to commit your plans to God because he's an all-powerful God he's an all-knowing and all-seeing God he knows the hand from the beginning. The truth is, none of us can know with all certainty where all our choices will lead us to. But with Almighty God on your side, if you start communicating with him, if you establish the relationship with him, he's going to guide you to make sure that you are picking the right option. It is always a wise thing, therefore, to commit your plans to him and He will guide you to achieve your goals. But the only way to get to that level with God is by developing that personal relationship with him. So what are you trying to achieve? What is that difficult decision that you need to make? The first thing, put a plan together, commit those plans to God. And he we order your steps. So n- number two is that you must pray. Number three, the last but not the least, you need to act. Now you have planned, you have prayed. The next step is to move forward and act. Do not make the same mistake of going back to the first step. start planning again that is analysis paralysis doing that also means that you are second-guessing your plans and you do not have faith in God let's face it there will always be uncertainties and risk in life trusting God and having faith in him that he has your best thoughts in his mind is the best way to lead your life So to accomplish your goals, you must be willing to back up all your plans with actions. For example, if you are planning to invest, yes, by all means, put a program together. Study the different investment options. Do your pros and cons, note the advantages and disadvantages of all the options. But at the end of the day, Doing all this analysis without investing will not give you any results. You must act on your plans. In the same way, if you are a student and you plan to ace your results, come up with a plan of study and back it up by action, by making sure that you actually study. If your goal is to lose weight, come up with a plan, back it up with action, by making sure you exercise and you control your nutrition. Acting on your plans also include coming up with strategies. What are the learning uh, objectives? What do you need to learn? And preparing for the outcome that you are trying to create. For example, if you are planning to get married, You need to get ready for a life where your every decision is not only going to be about you anymore. If you are planning to run for an election, for example, you should be prepared for a life where everything about you will be open to the public. To me, planning without actions are nothing but fantasies. At the end of the day, your outcome is not going to be measured by your plans, but by the execution of all your ideas. Are you in a situation today where you are uncertain of the best way to move forward and make the decision that will produce the best outcome for you? Do you constantly go back and forth and second guess your decisions? Are you currently finding it difficult to choose among multiple alternatives this is what you need to do. Follow this three step framework plan, pray, then act. And you will become a better decision maker. I hope I've been able to serve you again today on this important topic of making better decisions. I need you to join the movement of Winner's Ways so that we can create more winners. How can you do that? just by spreading this message. Share this episode with someone in your contacts and let's work together to change lives. Please don't forget, also help to rate and review our shows so that we can create more successful people. Till next week again, I am Bola Halabi. Now, go win. This episode of Winner's Ways Podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning.